Welcome back to yet another week of Swing the Twig. I'm Tommy Franks, and the spring training uh, is right around the corner, but who knows if that's going to happen at the moment. We'll get into that later in the show. Welcome to yet another week. Um, I'm here with Anthony Colasano, Dom DeRosa, and uh, Jeff Wilkinson. What's up, guys? Yeah. All right, so I want to start with any of you guys, really. We're going to go back to our favorite moment of the week segments because that was one of my favorite things. Um, and there was so much in the news this week about labor negotiations um, that we can do this again. So, guys, uh, anybody, I guess, Dom, we'll start with you first. What was your favorite moment this week in the Major League Baseball news? All right, I got it. It's a pretty good one. A little bit of a, you know, a opinion-based one. But mine is the fact that Major League Baseball is proposing – Yet again, back the universal DH potentially. Um, this was back in 2020 with a shortened season. Their universal DH applied for the National League as well. And I think it fitted great. Uh, my team's a National League team, the Padres. You guys are all Yankee fans, so you're used to the DH for the most part, uh, unless you're going to that NL ballpark. But um, I would like this. I'm hoping this goes through, and uh, it'll be pretty dope to see free agents or guys who are getting older and want to go to different teams have the National League as an option now uh, for a designated hitters. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff? Uh, well, in response to the universal DH, um, I don't like that idea. <laughs> um, we all know this. I don't like the universal DH. Um, well, what was your favorite from, moment of the week? Uh I mean, for me personally, I was just glad that they were able to agree on any bit um, of a deal moving forward. Just the fact that now they have some kind of groundwork laid out and they can start um, making progress with other parts of the deal now that are a little bit harder to iron out. Um, I think it's a great step forward. Um, for me, I think my favorite piece is uh, – introducing a draft lottery um, for the purpose of trying to make teams avoid um, tanking. And wh while I don't think a draft lottery, especially for what they're proposing, only around like three to five teams in the lottery, while I don't think it's really going to stop teams from tanking, I think it is good that MLB is looking at stopping tanking because it does cheapen the sport to an extent, especially for the fans who have to sit there for 162 games and watch their team lose almost every single game just for a slightly better draft pick than the other guys. Okay, fair enough. Anthony? Uh, I mean, those were kind of the two big things that happened this week. I mean... Uh, I guess my thing that happened this week, and also we'll get into it later, is you know, MLB the show, uh, probably the most popular uh baseball video game out there right now, and it's you know, making its way up the ranks in terms of getting into 2K status and Madden status with its recent um availability on an Xbox, just announced this cover athlete reveal and show Otani. Um, and that was exciting just to know also the fact that the labor negotiations haven't had an effect on the game because that was also a rumor speculating in the MLB The Show community is that were the negotiations had an effect on the game and that we weren't getting any news or anything like that. Like, I think I heard that like a week ago, 
prior to them saying the cover athletes being released this past week in Times Square. And then it was announced that it was Shohei Otani. So that was my favorite moment, knowing that we have a game and two new legends were revealed, and they're pretty big ones, but we'll get into that later. Absolutely. So let's just start there um, while we're at it, guys. So let's talk about those um, those cover athletes, specifically uh, Shohei Otani as an example. Um, so, well, Anthony gave us his thoughts, obviously. Uh, I mean, Shohei Otani was the obvious prediction uh, for the cover. But are you guys going to play MLB The Show now uh, when it comes out, Don? Oh, Truth good. is, I actually haven't really been playing much since MLB The Show 20. Uh, ever since I got a full-time job and everything, just, you know, it's been tough. 21 was a little bit disappointing, despite my boy Tatis being on the cover. Um, Anthony, you know, this Diamond Dynasty, building your own team and stuff. MLB 20 was where it was at. Uh, we had some good good matchups there, Anthony and I, best of seven and everything. But, yeah, I have not played uh, 22, uh, which comes out soon, or really looked at it much. And then 21, I barely touched. Okay, okay. Um, Jeff, are you, are you a gamer or no? I am a gamer, and my brother and I, um, we get MLB, and we also get uh, the NBA 2K1. We play those pretty religiously throughout the year, so we'll also begin uh, to, uh, the show 22 as well. And, I mean, I'm really hyped for Otani on the cover album. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, anime-inspired cover art. Um, I don't think it's official, but... Um, someone went for the digital deluxe edition, made an animated spot cover with Shohei Otani, and that's just really freaking cool to look at. You know, um, if you guys haven't looked at it, then please do. You won't be disappointed. No, that 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 art that you're referring to, that is that is um that's gonna be the digital deluxe uh, edition cover. That's the actual cover art. Yeah, that's going to be the cover art because the rumor was, and I said this before we went on air when we were doing our little pre-production meeting, is that you know they were so they were announcing the deluxe edition cover on two two twenty two. Now, who's number two? It's Derek Jeter, obviously. The rumor was that he was going to be the cover athlete, and then it was announced on Twitter that it was the anime version. So, but I think the anime version's sick. Like, I think oh, it's yeah. super cool just to get that kind of. That kind of diversity and culture into the game, I think, just makes it that much more um, more cool. And then, you know, in terms of you know uh, the gameplay trailer was announced as well, and they were they announced some legends, and two of them were announced. Ryan Howard is going to be back in the game, Philadelphia first baseman legend. And then the big reveal at the end of the trailer was Randy Johnson. They got his likeness, so he will be in the game this year as well. And also, they announced on Twitter that there's going to be a cover athlete special pack for the game. So that means that possibly Joe Mauer and David Wright might be in the game. Joe Mauer was the cover athlete in 2010 and 2011. And so was David Wright in 2007. And also, I forgot oh, I forgot this also, Adrian Gonzalez was also a cover athlete too. So he might be back in the game as well. That kind of gives, gives people some inclination of okay are these players coming back because when those guys were in the game i remember playing with Aegon in like 2012 like that guy was a beast so and dom he was on your padres and you know he played really well before he went to boston so um 
but I mean, I'm only playing. I mean, if Jeter's in the game, they they're gonna take my money instantaneously. So I gotta wait and see. Um, Interesting. But you know, I said I was gonna play on my really? What's that, Jeff? Really quick, uh, you brought up Adrian Gonzalez um, a few days ago. He officially announced retirement despite having not played since t- the 2018 season. So Adrian Gonzalez is officially uh, retired. Was he? He was injured for a large, for a long period of time. No. Yeah, I think he, he was, was injured. Well, was it then? Well, maybe, maybe he was. I don't know because I, I think you're right. Maybe he was injured, but then I'm like, because when I saw, I was like, that's weird because he hasn't, like you say, hasn't played in a while. I'm like, so did he just sit out the entire time? Like, I think so. Point, he should have just retired like in 2019. Yeah, because he only. He only had 231 at bats in 2017 for the Dodgers and only 169 in 2018 for the Mets. So, yeah, I, I believe he was hurt at some point in time, probably in play for 2019 because of those injuries or teams not wanting to take the risk on him. And then COVID right. hit, and that probably just sealed his fate. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, so let's move on then. Um, because this was another piece of news. Dom, you're probably, I don't know how Dom feels about this actually as a Padres fan, but Trevor Bauer will not be facing criminal charges. Um, I don't know what this means. I know for, the only thing we know about this now is that he will not be going to prison. We still could very well uh, see him um, in Major League Baseball. Maybe, maybe. That's a huge maybe. Do you guys think he ever wears a Major League uniform again? Yes. You think he will? I think he will. What kind of team would sign him, you think? Someone desperate? Uh, I think the Dodgers are going to keep him for now. You really um, think so? Yeah. They could. Players like that, please give me a break. They'll you... keep him. They knew about this before, right when they signed him. So you're saying the talk that the Dodgers try to keep this um, this, this culture of innocence and um, – They'll keep it to a minimum. They'll keep him. And high ethics. Uh, they, hold themselves to, they claim they hold themselves to a high standard. You think that's bogus. Yeah, I think that's bogus. The fact that, listen, you can have your opinion. There was really no evidence. Who knows if those pictures were really, like, real. Um, Trevor Bauer had texts to prove it as well on his side. Uh, Listen, I'm personally going to be a believer as much as I don't like Bauer for being a Dodger and everything. Going to be realistic on this one. Uh, I'm on his side. Uh, I think it was all just for the woman to get money uh, out of it. Uh, we've seen this before in, in sports and athletics with these kind of cases. Uh, came out of nowhere, and then the whole ridiculousness came further into it. Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to pitch again. Uh, my question is, does he get a little suspension, kind of like Ozuna did, even though there wasn't really any proof of it? It feels like Manfred went out and suspended Ozuna. I believe it was Manfred, right? How was it? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think I think there was. I think Ozuna did have evidence because he his 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 was pretty bad. Yeah, like I didn't like his was just as bad as Bauer, but I think there was evidence with Marcelo Ozuna. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But who who knows? Now that you know, we know about Bauer's status. Maybe he's off the clear the minute that if we have a uh, opening day of the regular season. Who knows? Bauer could be going out there and be pitching. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at this way. The sports as a whole uh, recently within the past 20 years are 
ever, really, I guess. Um, we've had multiple players that have had sexual allegations of a sort brought up on them. Uh, and obviously, you know, we have guys like Domingo Herman and Roldis Chapman, the MLB, but also um, Ben Roethlisberger had allegations brought up on him. Uh, Kobe Bryant had allegations brought up on him, you know, and there's plenty others out there that we can name, but just to name some of the higher name ones out there. Um, so it's not the first time. Unfortunately, it won't be a last time. Those guys have all come back in some capacity, some of them having fantastic Hall of Fame careers, some of them trying to build a resume for fantastic Hall of Fame careers still. Um, so will Trevor Bauer play again? Yeah, probably. Is he going to get a warm welcome? Probably not. That's my next question is if he even does come back, right? How, would he be the same pitcher? Would he be mentally different in, in how he, in in how he, in would he the treatment against him obviously would not be as as well uh, as warm as before, uh, obviously, but so would that affect him to even perform at that high level again? Because he was yeah. a pretty solid pitcher. Well, I'm sorry, I just barged in on this one. No, yeah, fine. I think that's gonna have an effect, but I actually don't think it's gonna be because of this. I think he's gonna like it. Bauer's got a cocky attitude, but that's how he lives, and that's I get it. That's how some athletes like it. Uh, he likes to hear the booze. That's what he lives on and thrives off of. I think he's going to get an effect when it comes to not using uh, any kind of substance. I am a firm believer. Listen, I'm a Padre fan. I think Darvish did it. I think Bauer's done it for the past couple of years. If you look at his walk-to-strikeout ratio, he just somehow found the magic pill in which it was – I think a substance, I believe when he got, you know, this whole thing going and like, what, it was like June, July, and then next thing you know, he wasn't playing baseball, MLB started to crack down on the substance, and then pitchers started struggling. So Bauer was never involved with that. I actually think that's going to be the reason why he takes a hit more than the emotional part of it with everyone hating him because he's so used to that. Yeah, um, that's an interesting perspective, guys. Anybody else? I mean, I think I think from a fan's perspective, I think that I think I think with everything that he that that has happened with him, like I understand, like like, and I understand Don, like your point of view, of, like how like he's he, like innocent until proven guilty, basically, and and I do get that, but at the end of the day, like his cocky attitude and his reputation, like is kind of tarnished. I feel like his attitude does have to change. Like he can't be this cocky persona on the mound anymore. I, I mean, but that's just my perspective. I think that kind of has to change if he wants to win back the fans. He might not give a crap about that. He might just do what he does and that'll be it. And he'll let his work speak for himself. And hopefully he pitches well, because if he doesn't pitch well, he's going to hear it. And he's going to hear it really badly, both from the fans and the media. So, you know, if he you know, if he doesn't tone it down and he's still acting the way he did prior to the incident, and you know when he was with the Dodgers and with the Reds, because he he that attitude with the Reds, man, he just was like he thought he was he thought he was the shit, and mm -hmm. you know I feel like that might have to he might have to tone it down or else he is going to face some serious serious backlash. You know, it's kind of like with A-Rod, you know, after everything that happened with him, he kind of took a step back and really appreciated the game. I think that's what Trevor Bauer kind of needs to do 
going forward in the next, next phase of his career. Or else things could turn bad for him. But that's just my opinion as a fan. No, I can see that. That's true. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add to that? We said a lot there. Okay. Um, so we can move on from that um, to something uh, different. Guys, the Texas Rangers, I don't know how, if I don't know how they can afford um, to do this, but there's a report in CBS Sports that they are looking, after the lockout, obviously, to get Matt Olson and Trevor Story. Obviously, if you've been following this podcast or you've been following the news, the Yankees are in competition as well to get um, either one of those guys, particularly Matt Olson, um, and somewhere in the lineup. Um, would Tex- Do you guys believe this report that Texas is looking to get any of these guys? Because I personally don't think they can afford it. I don't know. That makes no sense. I mean, at this point, if they do do that, they're just really digging themselves in a hole of like not being able to be flexible with right. their payroll. Sure. They already signed two mega deals. They do another one or even sign one of these guys. They're like, all right, you kind of locked in with this kind of core for the next couple of years, and you're very limited in what you can do. So that's just my take. But like you said, it's just rumors and speculations. A lot can change by the time the lockout ends, but that's kind of interesting that Texas is in it. I mean, they're probably just wanting to just buy their way to winning again, you know? Probably, yeah. Um, anybody else on the uh, on the topic of Matt Olson going to the Rangers? Yeah, that's just weird. With all the money they spent already, don't they be going after a pitcher like Kershaw, but they can't even do that. Uh, Matt Olson to the Rangers. I mean, Guzman's right now their first baseman. Uh, they still need help. I mean, three players aren't going to do it. Listen, let's be real here. Um, everyone, re- let's say they get Olsen somehow in some way. You got Seager, him, and uh, who's the other one? Uh, Marcus Semyon. Thank you, Semyon. Right, good players and all, but Seager can't stay healthy. But uh, also look at everything around them offensively at least. Strikeout machines. Uh, not a really good walk-to-strikeout ratio. Pitchers giving up bombs. Texas toasts out there. Globe life, uh, the balls carry out real easily. So they need a lot of help still, and this is just a waste of money uh, already, let alone if they try and go in after Matt Olson for a big contract. Yeah, I yeah. mean, what's that, Jeff? Yeah, it's it's not basketball where you can just have three to five dominant guys and just kind of get by with an okay bench because your top guys are so good. You know, you, they, they have their top players, you know, they, they have those couple of guys that they can now build a team around. Now they need to build that team around those players. They don't need those big name high leverage players anymore now they need the ronald Torreses. they need the tyler wades they need those kind of guys that are just going to go in there and do their job day in day out the platoon guys that you know you know what you're going to get from them yeah exactly um yeah that's but the rangers man i they, they're just not going to be able to. I mean, if, if they get either one of these guys, they'd be over the cap, especially considering uh, what Trevor Story has been reportedly wanting. Um, and we know, you know, they're, Matt Olson's in the same uh, market uh, as far as demand. So um, definitely a lot there. Um, guys, with regard to spring training, real quick, I'm going to go around here. 
I'm going to ask this one time. I don't want to, you know, go around, uh, dwell on the subject for too long about this specific one. But uh, do you guys think spring training will be delayed? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On top of that, do you think the regular season will be delayed at all? Yep. You think no. so? No. No? Yeah. By, ha- by how many games, Dom, do you think it would be delayed? Dude, I'm not even kidding. I think we're going to have, if we're lucky, I think, I don't, listen, Manfred's all talk. I'll believe it when I see it from both sides, players and, you know, the association themselves. I think if we're lucky, we have a hundred game season. Really? Yep. I think this is going nowhere. I know, man. I know Manfred's a money whore. Um, so I I can't, but yeah, I can't imagine though that they would do that. Like they would do that much damage. I'm telling you, dude, this is all clickbait. Everything that's happening is just for hopes that we have a full season. If we make progress, great, but it doesn't seem like it to me. I feel like the tires are still stuck in the mud. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So I guess in this case, guys, do we really? Do you guys really think spring training's uh, too long as it is? Because it, if it's delayed, right, um, or even they could even do something like shorten spring training to where it's like only two, three weeks. Um, to start, because if you remember back in 2020, players only had like three weeks or something like that. I think I think a week less than spring training, if I recall, than normal spring training to prep for the 2020 season. Can that be something moving forward? Just shorter spring training times to uh, shorter to prepare. I think so. Yeah, I don't think you need all that long to really get prepared. I mean, yeah, you need a few weeks to you know get back into the rhythm of things. Uh, get that internal clock and that schedule working again. You obviously need that, but every single year around week three, week four of spring training, I seem to be just kind of sitting there watching the games and going, okay, but can we get to the regular season already? You know, let's just start with the games already and let's get to meaningful baseball right now. Yeah, exactly. Anthony? I mean, I'll say this. I think that if there's no agreement by the end of the month, then I think it. I, I, I think the season's going to get delayed. You know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, obviously, we got all this news, and Don thinks it's clickbait. I wouldn't disagree with him, but I'm not also agreeing with you, Dom. I'm kind of in the middle. Um, so we'll see. But I do agree with Jeff. I think that a short and see a short and screen training is like more ideal if agreement were to happen within the next couple of weeks, because I mean, let's be realistic. We don't need this long spring training. And we do know that players are already working out and kind of getting ready to a certain extent. Um, and also too, I was watching um, a clip on John boy media. Michael K was on the show mm-hmm. and he said that, and I agree with him that the moment that this lockout ends, and MLB gets back up and running, it is going to be the craziest like first week that we have seen in baseball. A bunch sure. of deals being made left and right, like teams trying to get, get stuff ready, you know, players starting working out everything. That first day or week when everything is back to normal, it is going to be ridiculous. And I think and, – and to Kay's point, and I do agree with him, I think it will be good for the sport because it will be the talk – of the town, you know, because football, because there's no football. Basketball is kind of, would be kind of like, they're kind of in that mid-state past the all-star break. Some teams getting ready for the playoffs. Some teams, you know, 
you know, stepping back saying, all right, we might as well just tank or not try as much. So this is, that would be a good time for baseball to kind of recapture some fans, hopefully. But like I said, we got to, they got to reach an agreement. And if they don't do it by the end of the month, we're not going to have a, we're not going to start 162 in end of March, beginning of April. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I like that actually, Anthony, I think that's, that's important to, um, to the sport. I, I, I could see that that would be, I'll tell you right now, that would be our busiest, probably our busiest week. Um, it'd be like, it'd be like the trade deadline in basketball that yep. happened on Thursday, Yeah, but it'd be uh, over like a week span. Oh, no doubt. No doubt at all. Yeah. We'll do two episodes a week. We, you know what? That's not a bad, that's not a bad thought. That's not a, that's not a bad thought. We'll be doing a lot more once the baseball season starts. We'll be unveiling some new things. Um, we have plenty of new ideas that we'll, that we'll come out with. We're already working on fixing up the social media and things like that. So um, we're currently in that process during the lockout. So there's a lot going on. Um, but we're very excited for the season, obviously, because uh, we're hungry for more content need, uh, topics because yeah. the lockout is kind of killer. But you hungry for more. That's the you know Padres nice little hashtag long. for the whole 20.1 season. I didn't intend on that. Um, who Dom? Who do you think is going to be the Padres DH? Oh, great start. All right, great, great segue. All right, look at Jeff with the wham at me question. <laughs> great segue. Let me think. Um, well. Only if uh, there were some moves being made and everything like that. I'm going to try and think on that right now. Um, here, let me pull it up. I actually have a uh, well, monster, of course. Well, Dom, Dom, Dom. We can start We can start from A to Z of the National League teams. This is something we wanted to do, guys, by the way. This is not something Jeff knew that it Jeff is. knew what we were doing. So I. I could start off with the Padres, honestly, because why not? I feel like if you want to get a good DH, let's say you didn't get rid of him right now because of the contract and everything like that, you put Hosmer as a designated hitter for a right-handed pitcher on the mound and for a lefty and stuff like that, you kind of flex it there. But why not try and give Jake Cronenworth some first base time to see how he does there? Uh, you could really – kind of get the infield going. Hassan Kim got hotter on towards the later end of the season. Um, and I feel like if you put Hosmer as a DH, maybe you put in, let's say, Jorge Alfaro, who's the new catcher, or Luis Camposano, if he gets called up as a backup catcher, he could also play some first base. I feel like Hosmer can definitely be a DH, and you can flex up on some options for first base to try and see if you can get a better defense. Okay. Uh, Dom, we're going to have to get a little bit less of analysis because you're going through every team here. <laughs> of course. That, don't worry. That was the only big analysis. All right. So let's go. Um, let's start, I guess, with the worst team in baseball. What was the worst team in baseball in the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks? No. Um, let me think. Who could be a perfect DH there? Who would be a perfect DH? Who would be a perfect DH in Arizona? And, and this is open to everybody, guys. So yeah. chime in. This is open to everybody. Who do you think would be the best DH in Arizona? I got one. I got one. Okay, who do you have? I got Christian Walker. I'll say Ahmed. Yeah. I'll yeah, I'll say Nick yeah. Ahmed. Yeah. I could I I could see David Peralta maybe. He's That's getting a little up there. Yeah. I'm getting, I'll, I'll go with Peralta. Okay. I got another. Got a little more pop. All right, this is yeah, a, that's true. Peralta's got pop. 
All right, the next team we will have nearly zero trouble finding a DH for the Atlanta Braves world champ, the world champion Atlanta Braves. Oh gee, I wonder if they get Jorge Soler back. <laughs> yeah, Soler would be the guy. Soler would be the guy. Okay. Yep. Um, how about let's go to the Chicago Cubs. Oh, very toughy because who's on the Cubs? Honestly, did you guys see the report? By the way, um, I forgot to mention this. Did you guys see the report that Riz, that the Cubs are looking at Rizzo? Yeah, I saw that. Do you guys buy yeah. that? Not right now. Um, perfect DH. Jason I mean, Hayward. Jason. Oh, that's a good one. Jason Hayward. I was going to say, actually, Clint Frazier, just because of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew you boys were going to laugh on that one. So, uh, yeah. I yeah. probably uh, – I mean – Wilson Contreras is too good of a catcher for the or too needed. He's too he's too yeah. much of a liability for the. Well, he's he he's needed as the catcher. Well, what about Jan Gomes then? Not a bad option. Not a bad option. All right, this is another team that will not will we won't be struggling to find a DH for the Cincinnati Reds. I love this team personally. Uh, what, I love Joey the Reds. Votto? Huh? Am I missing someone? Because I was going to say Joey Votto. Mm, I, that'd be a good fit. I, I just because he's getting older at first base and everything, maybe you slot someone else there. I mean, they got I, a plenty I, of options. What's that, Anthony? Yeah, I mean, you go, you can go Vado. You go if they resign Cassiano, but I think you go Vado because of the contract. And look, when he, when he's on, like he's on. So if you just, have, so if he only has to worry about hitting and only hitting, boy, like he, like like he could have a little little resurgence and become like. Big Poppy 2.0 kind of in a sense, and kind of like dominate late in late in his career like like Ortiz did. True. All right. So no. this is this is another team who I I don't think will struggle to find uh, a DH for one of my favorite ballparks in Major League Baseball, the Colorado Rockies. Uh, the pitcher, because you know anyone can hit out of um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> CJ Crow, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah. I would have to mm-hmm. agree with that. When you guys think Blackman's too good in right field to be a, yeah. a DH, okay. He's surprisingly gotten better. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he was not a good outfielder when he first started. This yeah. is a, this is a team that will be very excited to have a DH. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Dom. Uh, yes. Pick a player. Draw out a hat. <laughs> um, the Dodgers. The. <sighs> I'm going to say Justin Turner. Ooh, okay. I like him at third too much. Right. Yeah, he he is good at third, but I don't know. I, I feel like they could find a replacement. Give me Bellinger. Him. Give me Bellinger. I think he I think if he focuses more on his hitting than his de- than his defense, I think he'd be an amazing uh he he get back to where he was. That's interesting. I think Belly's too good of a defender. Uh I would say Gavin Lux. I think he's in a weird spot right now. He's truly an infielder. I know he's a young kid, but they're putting him a lot in center, which he, I think, is trying to adapt to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the kid has to definitely grow on his hitting and just focus on that for now, and then the Dodgers can see where they can put him. But uh, he's a good utility. Bat. I think he's got potential. Good utility. Oh, you know who else? I forgot that they had him last season. Uh, AJ Pollock. That's right. He's a he's a good mm-hmm. he's another good utility player. 
Yep. Yeah, they they could totally use him. I would say Chris Taylor in a hot second, but he's too good at the defender. He's too good. At yeah, he's too league. versatile. They, they that's that that's why he's so valuable to them. I love Chris Taylor, so yeah, that he's a great uh, he's a great uh, extension, I guess, because he's staying with the Dodgers. All right, next Miami Marlins, another team that I love. John Carlos Stanton. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Jesus Aguilar. I was just about to say that. Sorry. Is that the words right on my mouth? All good. I would do him or... Oh, it's on the top of my head, this guy. Oh, oh this is going to bother me. It's not Aguilar. What position? I can't remember. I think he placed third. Brian Anderson? No. It's not Anderson. Man, Anthony struggled. Chisholm? Uh, mm. John Birdie. No. <laughs> Jazz Who is no. Garrett Cooper? He's, a, he's yes. in right. Okay. Garrett Cooper. He's in right. That's right. Can... All right. How about the Brew Crew, the Milwaukee Brewers? Yelich. Is that a pretty easy uh, one for those, you guys to say? No, those that knee injury really screwed him up. Yep. I would have to agree, yeah. actually. Um, anybody else differ from Yelich? No. Yeah. Going Yelly. Another team uh, that we uh, most of us can't stand, the New York Mets. No, uh, I say Dominic David. Smith. I say da- I say David Wright. <laughs> and you guys know yeah, I'm joking. Potential, potentially coming back in the show. Yeah, right. In the Can diamond, vanilla. In the diamond dynasty. In the Can diamond dynasty. Canada. Who said? Wait, did anyone say Pete Alonso just now? I said. Um, I didn't say him. I said Dominic Smith. Dom Smith. Or Pete Alonso might be bad. I don't know who's the better defender. He's a good first Because I know Dominic Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Alonso's not a bad first place. But Don can play first. True. I said Bobby Bonello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He's making enough money. He'll have to come back. Um, Philadelphia, (laughs) the Phillies. The Phillies. I got one. I could see Bryce Harper, honestly. I don't don't see – I don't know of him as a defender, so maybe. I think – yeah, I think he. I think he's still a little too valuable out on the field right now, just to have him out there as a body. But definitely in the next couple of years, he'll be their DH. Yeah, I got one too. But Tommy, you go. No, I would say Bryce. I think Bryce is a good fit. Really? I what got Didi. See, I was. I see. I was gonna say Didi, but I remember why he's he's a good shortstop. Yeah, he he's a very solid defender. I might, I, I might say right now, I think they might I think they might throw McCutcheon in there. Ooh, that's a good call. Ooh. Good call. Okay. So. All right. This is going to be a tough one. The Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Sign me. someone from, me, from free agency. <laughs> Dom DeRosa. <laughs> <laughs> we could play just as good. This is a team, yeah. by the way, project, when the season starts, they're projected to lose uh, two-thirds of their uh, games this season. Just whatever it is. Oh. Um, what's that? <sighs> I feel like, well, there's not much here. Maybe I had the name. Um, ben Roethlisberger. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sidney Crosby. <laughs> just, start throw, just start throwing names out. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Um, I would go with a switch hitter okay. like uh, Cole Tucker or Brian Reynolds, but I think Reynolds is too good of an outfielder. Hey, we'll give him Aaron Hicks. Please. Yeah. In a heartbeat. He's a switch hitter. I would love that deal. 
Um, I don't see Stallings on the roster anymore. Is he gone from Pittsburgh? They traded him to Miami, yeah. I would say Stallings. Uh-huh. I would say Stallings in a hot second, but I would. I'm gonna go with Ben Gamble. How's that sound? All right, Ben Gamble's a good ball yeah. player, hard worker. All right, we, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah, he gets swinging the twig. All right, we had Ben Gamble right in the minors. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's that? We yeah, had we Ben did. Gamble. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we did for yeah, a brief he, period of time. He's dead. All right, Dom gave his Padres pick. What do you guys say? Dom, what was your Padres pick again? I, f- I forget. You Hosmer. mentioned the, you said Eric Hosmer. I yeah. thought you wait, wait, wait. I thought you wanted to trade him last year. Well, yeah, but look at that contract. You really think they're gonna trade him? So you put so you elevate him to DH? Yeah. And who plays first? Yeah. You got Camposano. You got Austin Nola that can play first. You got Jorge Alfaro that could also play a pretty decent first. Cronenworth can play first. Listen, you can flex it up. While we're at it, we'll just throw Manny Machado at first base. <laughs> Honestly, I don't actually know. He's got an arm. He's got an arm. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Dom and say Hosmer. You guys differ from I, that? I could see Will Myers, maybe. That's another good one. I could, I like, uh, Dom I hates Will Myers though, just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. Uh, Will Myers could be that guy because I remember his bat was so talked about before he got called up to Tampa. So exactly. I don't know, maybe maybe that could be it. But Hosmer would be a good one. But then again, it's like, could that really help you guys? Like, I don't know. of course not. It's just kind of a wasted opportunity. They would have to go after uh, a trade or a free agent to make it a little bit more enticing. All right, yeah. not me for like a ten day contract and see what I can do. <laughs> okay, um, with that, let's go to San Francisco, a little bit north, quite a few hours north actually. Um, who do you guys say from the Giants? Mm. Tough call, right? It's tough. They've had a bunch of names. Give me. I like all the. I like all their infielders, by the way. As in, as the way it, it is. Just, give me Darren Ruff. Okay. Okay. Uh. <laughs> um. Aubrey Huff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I can't stand Aubrey Huff. Um. No, no, no. Um, in all seriousness, I'm. I like. I like the infield too much. The outfield. Uh, I don't know if I like any of these guys to be. I'm gonna say Duggar. Steve Duggar. Anybody else? Uh, how about Evan Longoria? Okay. Actually, no. I take that back. I'll say no, no, no. I'll say um. Oh, man. I was gonna. I'm drawing a blank, and there goes my camera. Because we're on Zoom. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Wilmer Flores. I, I like the infield, but I'll take Wilmer Flores. How's that? Sound? I might go. I might go. Ooh, I don't even know. I'm just thinking for like defense approaches. Because like Longo could still glove it at third to an extent. Brennan Bell hasn't really declined. Yeah. Yeah. Flores can pick it too. So. And Crawford's known for being a solid defender. Oh, no, that's why. I I love Crawford too much. Yeah, yeah. and his bat finally woke up. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. This is a toughy one. Can I say Hunter Pence? Uh, I think you retired. I think so. I know you retired. I'm kidding. (laughs) That was funny. Um, That's a tough one. You can say who you want, Anthony. Nah, I don't know. Maybe Longo. 
Okay. I don't know. I was thinking. I was thinking Belt though, just for the fact that you know he's kind of the veteran on the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. How about the uh, St. Louis Cardinals? Oh, I got a fun one. Who's that? Give me Lars Newtbar. Why? <laughs> Wait, why? I think he's got so much potential. I, I just love Newtbar. Really? Okay. Um, Tanya, put him at DH. Let's see what he can do. Swing that twig. I like it. Nice. Um, Harrison Bader. I like Harrison Bader. All right. Stick with him. Jeff? You got anybody? Ooh. Uh, oh, boy. Hard call, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Give me Paul Goldschmidt. Well, Isn't he, nah, he's a pretty he's solid defender. First. Yeah, he's too good at first. Uh, trade for Aaron Hicks. It's also a potential option. <laughs> it's an option that I would love, by the way. If he if he wasn't so beloved as a catcher, I would say Yadier Molina. So his knees don't give out this final season, but yeah. he's too beloved back there. All right, this is gonna be one of a harder one of our harder ones, and it's the final one. Uh, Justin's Washington Nationals. Ooh. This is a, this is a very difficult one because they lost like everybody. Yeah, we're last really- year. We're gonna have to ask him next week. Yeah, when, we'll when have to. On. We'll have to. Yeah, like I want to say Josh Bell, but he's at first, and he's gonna only be at first, really. Give me some Carter Keyboom, Carter Baboom. He's action. not. He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Yadiel Hernandez. I like mm-hmm. Yadiel Hernandez, so that would be um, that'd be interesting. Anthony. That- I guess I'll go with Carter. I don't even know how. I don't even know some of these people you guys are naming. I'm like, who? I only know because I went to a couple Nats games over the summer. Like, I'm like, who is that? So, yeah, I, I only know of the. I only know most of these guys just because I was there. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say they get someone from free agency. Say from free agency. Okay. Yep, cheap low contract. That that would be. Um, That'd be something. Um, I think. What's that? I I think we are gonna see a good number of these teams. I'm gonna say anywhere from three to five teams. I'm gonna say get a guy from free agency or in a trade to be their designated hitter, just so they're not shuffling up their uh, defensive positioning too much. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So, who do you guys think um, who would be the best, potentially best? Um, of those guys, of the, of all the DHs that we just named off, right? Who do you think would be the best one in in the National League, or I guess Major League Baseball for that matter? If if you really think they are, but at least in the National League, because we only chose on that league. Lovato, um, Tommy, with the question of the century, I like that. I would go Soler on the Braves. I mean, I just think he's a. Yep. So you think you think Soler? Yeah, even before the whole World Series, man, that guy is a monster. He can hit a baseball hard when he's healthy, and he just has to focus on hitting. Dear God, I would not want to be on the mound facing him. Anybody else differ? I have Votto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just from his pure just bat-to-ball skills and just his discipline, it's just – it's it's uh once in a I think his just once like a once generation type of skill talent 
Uh -huh. um, and to your guys, to Don's point, it's like if he only has to worry about that, I mean, I feel like he could play in the league for another six years if he really wanted to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I would love to see. I, I think Votto would be a great DH. Trying to think if there'd be anybody else that we mentioned that would be better than Votto. Because um, we named at least 14, 15 guys, I think. Um, yeah, that'd be difficult. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think if if they made Brandon Belt the DH, I don't think they will. But if they did, then he might be able to compete for that. But even then, I, I don't think they'll end up doing that. Mm. Yeah, it's just tough. I, I, I would say... I. <sighs> I guess I got to lean Votto. Um, Goldschmidt wouldn't be a bad pick. Um, there's quite a few guys. I think Bader's a, a wild card, though. Um, I, I know I know. I just named two guys on the same team, but I do think um, Bader would be kind of a wild card there. I think that can emerge. I also won't be surprised if some of these teams don't have a solidified DH, but if they rotate guys out. Right. It's, Especially for a team like the Cardinals, you know they might they might rotate out their old guys every couple of games just to give him a break from the field. True, yeah, I could I could definitely see that. Um, yeah, so uh, if that's if that's everything, I thought that would be fun to uh to close out on. Um, because I think that's well, it actually is going to be happening. No prediction made. Um, that is going to be happening. Uh, very soon. So. Uh, guys, this is actually going to be the most exciting season, I think, uh, after all this lockout's over. I mean, think about it. Like Anthony said, the first week of baseball is going to be one of the best ones in the sport. You know, now we're dealing with Universal DH, which is going to be awesome. Uh, what can't, what can't go wrong? Right. Well, <laughs> let's hope we got that season underway. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hopefully, hopefully people have more optimism than Dom does, um, and I hope certainly the players and the the owners have more optimism than Tom. So that's kind of more important. Let's um, hope, man. What's that? Let's hope. Listen, I just don't want to get overly confident for no reason. Yeah, well, the players are united. Like they met in Phoenix a few days ago. So, uh, you know, they're they're definitely they're definitely um, committed to getting a season underway. I think and getting what they want at the same time. Um, mm -hmm. So if that's it, what you guys have uh, if. If you guys have anything else to add, now's the time. Any uh, anything we missed? Nope. Okay. Uh, I mean, just the Volpe thing, but that's kind of a yeah. Oh, Anthony Volpe. It's not big news. Well, yeah, just I don't. That, you know. That's the other thing. Like, we wouldn't need Trevor Story and Matt Olson if uh, <laughs> if he comes to New York, uh, or yeah, if he stays in New York and as our prospect, he's projected to be the number one. Uh, Anthony mentioned uh, the number one projected prospect in 2023. So um, Anthony Volpe would be an excellent addition, obviously, and he'd be a shortstop. So there maybe might not be a need for any of these big-name guys. Anthony, what were you telling me before the show, by the way, before we sign off, um, that you tell our the Yankee fans about uh, free agents and guys that are worth a lot of money? Before we started the show? Yeah, well, yeah. just, just tell everyone else what you told me before the show about um, – what you remind Yankee fans regarding big name guys, uh, big money. Oh, uh, like how, yeah, like, uh, yeah, the, the whole thing of, um, you know, that we got to sign these big name guys because they're out there. Like, we have to do if we want to win. But, you know, when we have a guy like Anthony Volpe in our farm system who, 
is number 15th in in the MLB top 100 prospects right now, likely going to be in the top five at the end of this year and predicted to be number one. You just got to wait. Just mm-hmm. be patient. It'll come. We don't need to spend $100 million on Correa, Story, or trade for Matt Olson. I mean, you know, even Luke Voigt said that, you know, he's kind of iffy with New York right now because, you know, he wants to play first base, but if that's not the case, if they trade for Matt Olson or, you know, the I don't know, people are saying we might get Freddie Freeman. I don't think that's going to happen. But, was, you know, we just got to be patient. It's just Yankees fans got to chill out with this whole money thing. We got Judge to worry about next, you know, next winter. Like, I don't, feel, I don't feel like they realize that they're just worrying about right now and not looking ahead of what we got going on in the future. Just, just be patient, Yankee fans. We'll, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Just, you know, Judge Judge going to resize. going to become team captain. Well, he's going to come up in 2023, and we'll make some noise. But for now on, just cool your pockets, you know. I know the Yankees have always made of money, but, you know, sometimes spending money isn't always the best resolution. Yeah, um, yeah, I totally agree with that, Anthony. That's uh, that's got to be the mentality going forward, um, no doubt amongst uh, amongst Yankee fans, especially. So, hey, that was a fun show, and um, we will be back here obviously next week for for me, um, for for Dom DeRosa, Anthony, and uh, and Jeff Wilkinson. Uh, Justin will be here next week, hopefully. Um, we will see you guys then. Have a great weekend and a great week, everybody. And we will see you next time.